0: Hey everybody, it's Lee, and this is Let Us Say It For You. How have you all been? You been good? Good, good. Me too. Me too. I've been alright. If you noticed, I have on the long sleeve shirt today, which implies somebody's AC is fixed. Now, it got fixed last night and then it kind of went out on me a little bit today and I was like, God damn, a bitch just got this. But it's fixed. Nick came and fixed it. Shout out to Nick. Um, if you do need an AC person, I would recommend him. The dude I had doing it before, never in a million fucking years would I ever send him to somebody's house to play around with their money like that, okay? Ever. Alright, so this episode, if you have seen the name, is called Surviving a Jamaican, okay? So, we're going to talk about that. But before we get there, because I only got about three or four stories, so to read, I'm going to literally just read them word for word and they're going to be funny. But I um, have other things to cover first. So let's start there. So um, I think it was earlier this week or it was later last week. There was a guy named Marquez J. Shown Smith. Let me read this name again. Marquez J. Shown. And I say J. Shown because it's spelled J. A. Y. S. H. O. W. N. Right. That's J. Shown. Yes. Sounds like Jason to me. Marquez Jason Smith. He's a manager at Popeye's and he's charged with cruelty to children in the first degree. Now, I don't know if y'all seen the video, but it was this guy, a little short fella, about my height. I'm 5'1", so he's about there. And he slaps this 16-year-old girl in her face. She's an employee there and he's a manager, like I said. So he slaps her in the face because she wants to clock out. I don't know if she was clocking out early i don't know if she came in late i don't know what the setup is but the reason why he's getting charged with cruelty to children in the first degree is because he's a grown-ass fucking man and he slapped a 16 year old in in the face now as a mother that couldn't have been my child that's all i'm saying because i'm fucking him up he's my size Right. And it's like, and the little girl was taller than him, too, which made it even worse. So all I'm kind of getting from this is whatever personal problems he had, whatever, whatever he's not dealing with, he took it out on this kid. And about whether she's taller than you or not, she's just 16. So I did some research. Um, If he's convicted of first degree cruelty to children in the first degree in Georgia, it's a minimum of five to twenty years if he gets convicted. If he gets convicted of second degree, it's one to ten years. It's one to ten years. So you have really risked being in prison for 20 years over managing Popeyes? That's what we're doing? Your little ass, because he's little. Your little ass is risking being somebody bitch in prison because you wanted to slap a sixteen year old over Popeyes. Now I love Popeyes as much as the next guy, but I will say if this girl has brothers, dads, uncles, anybody, I hope I hope he's staying safe. Because my sister is fifteen. She's about to be sixteen. And if ever my sister at her first job gets slapped in the face by a man, we're fucking him up. Like, that's just it. I don't know how we're going to do it, how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And my sister's tall, too, so she probably will also end up being taller than whoever her manager is. It's just ridiculous. I just feel like we have to do better, right? And these people were all black. Everybody was black in this equation. So that, to me, makes it even worse. As a grown-ass man, you are sitting here slapping a 16-year-old girl in the face because she wants to clock out. And you're doing all this shit for Popeyes. Didn't hear this motherfucker go in the video. Man, I don't care. I lose my job. He sounds like a homosexual man, his 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 jargon, no, sorry, you can't, thank you, his jargon was given, you know, he may, he may be a gay man, so maybe that also encourages, because he was like, I don't give a fuck, I lose my job, it's like, but you but now you're gonna lose your job and you're going to jail, you see what I'm saying? And if you're convicted, you go going to prison for at least five years, because you, a little weak ass slap on a kid, I just, it's ridiculous, uh, Marquez, Jay Shone, Smith, and even if you get convicted of second degree, like I said, that's a minimum of a year to 10 years in prison for slapping a child. And who the fuck, finna, and who's going to hire you after this? Who's going to hire you after putting your hands on your employees, kid employees at that? And and, and so, has so many questions because I guess, I guess you can work at Popeye's at 16. Why did I think? I guess I had a job at 16. I had, I worked at Air Postal at 16. All right, whatever. Either way. Uh, Marquez, you're a fucking joke. You're ridiculous. Next. Monique and D.L. Hughley. So, alright, let's just talk about Monique. Um, I'm a fan of both people. I'm not a, you know, super duper fan of either one, but I, I respect that they've both been in the game for a long time, and they're, you know, they're definitely top tier at what they do, right? My favorite comedian is Cat Williams, so, obviously, as much as he cuss, I cuss the same. I love him. He's hilarious. So, I I don't know exact I didn't know exactly what happened until I like researched what happened, but long story short, Monique thought she was the headliner closing the show. Dio Hugley said he was the headliner closing the show. Monique was then put on before D.L. Hugley and went the fuck off. Like she was like, she was literally on some I don't know how your wife sucked your dick. I was like, bitch, you and they business don't do that. Now, here's what I'll say, right? Monique, you know, Monique been going through shit a lot in the last couple of years. You know, her Netflix issue, the Lee Daniels issue, the Tyler Perry issue. She got beef for Oprah. Um, all these these little things. And I just I hate that she chose to handle whatever grievance she had with Dale Hughley in this way because it just it furthers the narrative narrative of you being a Angry black woman. That's difficult to work with. Like that was what was going around about Monique for years. She's difficult to work with. But look at how you handled this, right? So she she came on stage and she was going in. You're a coward. How your wife suck your dick. Blah blah blah. I didn't think any of that shit was funny to be honest. um Then she ran across the stage. That was fucking weird. And she did all this. This man still came on. I was told he was booed a couple. I heard he was booed a little bit because people believed her but her rant was kind of like i'm supposed to be the closer or the the headliner and you Tried to start some shit. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sasha. Um, You tried to start some shit and make me not the closer. You a weak-ass nigga. Da, 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 da. So she did all this, yelling, screaming, hooped in. D.O. Hughley came and defended himself. And he really did read her ass for filth. Because he was like, first Tyler Perry was the problem. Then Charlamagne was the problem. Then Oprah was the problem. Then Netflix was the problem. Then Steve Harvey was the problem. I mean, he just went down the list. And he was like, now it's my turn. And he was also saying that he w- decided to work with Monique. Against his better judgment, because he's also said he didn't want to do it before. And I guess he gave in, you know, I don't know, and said it. I'm hearing her contract was for headlining. He didn't want her to do that. But didn't he show his? He showed his, too, right? And his contract also said he was headlining. So it it seems like it's beef with the the, the promoter people. Um, Let me see what Sasha's saying. They call all black women in the industry difficult to work with. Let's talk about that. That's true. But then that kind of supports my narrative. If it's always going around that black women are difficult to work with. And if she had a grievance with him, I think a better way to have handled that would have been to come out on stage and absolutely kill that shit. Right. I don't know if her, the rest of her, her show was good, but I did hear little things about people paid money for a show not to hear you come out there and go to fuck off about D.L. Hughley. So it's like she should have came out there. She should have killed that shit. And then if she wanted to end it off on, oh, yeah, DL and by the way. Like, she was literally saying, like, what does DL stand for? I think it stands for, like, Daryl or something. I think that's his name. I don't know. But she was like, what does DL stand for? How far you been bending over, nigga? So get it down low. And it's just like, it, none of this was funny. None of it was funny. None of it worked. And she just seemed, it just didn't, it didn't help. And I would be remiss if I did not mention this. It was a couple years ago couple months ago where Monique was getting on my generation. Now let me first say I am not a fan of wearing bonnets in public. I don't know why we do that. I agree. However, I don't give a fuck. If this bitch wanna wear her bonnet in Walmart, that's where you wear bonnets. In Walmart, right? Everybody wears bonnets in Walmart. So I for her to have given us this whole speech about my babies and my lovelies and that's not classy and that's not how women move and that's not, that you shouldn't have brought your ass on stage and talked about how this man's wife sucks his dick and if he's a homosexual and all this just off the chart shit you did because all you did was further the narrative that you're difficult to fucking work with and all black women are angry ass black women. So then, after she does all this, And D.L. Hughley comes in, says his piece. Then, she comes out with this quiet ass. Sideways. The video was like this. Ass video. With her husband, who she calls daddy. And let me just speak on that real fast. I am a fan of calling my nigga daddy. Right? But the way she does it makes me uncomfortable. That don't make y'all uncomfortable? Okay. So, she comes out with this quiet ass video. I didn't say anything about your wife. I said, how does that woman... Suck your dick. As quiet as I'm whispering, that's how she was talking. But on stage it was, What's the DL nigga? And that it's just it's like Monique side, says, You classy, it's my babies, it's all this. Or you really wanna I don't know how. It's like why why isn't anybody on her team telling her, sis, you gotta play it different. If you want to get through this shit, if you want to be back on top, you gotta play it different. I'm interested to see who the fuck finna book Monique for shit after this. Like, let's just be realistic. Who wants to deal with that? Because DL thought he had a friend. That nigga thought he had a friend. He does not. She tried his ass. She called him a booty man. So I just feel like, Monique, I hear you, sis, but you you defeated the whole purpose. You should have came out. You should have showed out. You should have got off that stage. And if you had beef with it, she brought up situations. An interview DL Hughley had a while back where he said basically one of his daughters told him that she was molested. And he said, because of how close he was to the person she was accusing, I I, I don't remember his exact words, but it was kind of like, he didn't want to believe it or he didn't believe it or something like that. And he said, as a man, I have to live with that for the rest of my life. You know, I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of my life, that my daughter told me something and as her father, I didn't defend her. I thought that was pretty big of him. It's fucked up for you to not believe your kid, but at the same time. All we can ever ask for somebody to do is take accountability for that. And he did. For Monique to bring that out and use that as part of her. And for that part to bring that up at all. In reference to the way she behaved on that stage. And the way this man responded to her. Mind you. If you can go on Shade Room anywhere and see all the replies. The L. handled it very well. He also seemed like he didn't want to handle this shit at all. And it's just like. She just. I think she just handled the whole thing extremely bad. And it's a very bad look for her. For someone that goes around with my babies and all this shit. Very personal. She even said in that little um, rant with with Daddy. She was like, "Um, he was going to get his ass handed to him when I got on that stage. So all that tells me, um, Miss Monique, is that you had very nefarious intentions from the get-go. And I feel like if that's the case, you shouldn't even have came out on that stage and did all that. Because you only fucked yourself up um D.L. Hughley I think he has a radio show he still does well and he doesn't look like the asshole in this situation you do and every time she put this grown-ass man next to her she keep calling daddy because it's fucking weird every time she does that it's just I feel like he's making it worse and it's like I don't know maybe you need to decide if you want him to be in your life or if you want to be a celebrity because it's like you do stupid shit and then you go stand next to him and we all just it's just ill. it's just weird it's just weird so I'm over Monique Monique you took the L today and you're going to keep taking him as long as you keep doing dumb shit like this, my lovelies, or whatever the fuck she say. Alright, on to the next. Jada Pickett. Alright, so, as we all know, my man is Tupac, right? Obviously, he's on the wall, he's on my phone, he's everywhere. And I don't like Jada and Tupac, or whatever. Moving on. The slap happened. I was watching the Oscars live when the slap happened. I thought it was a joke because the fucking volume went out a little bit. So I was like, damn, that's weird. But turns out, you know, Will Smith went up there. He pimp slapped Chris. It was weird. Not a huge Chris Rock fan, but I do like Chris Rock. Huge Will Smith fan. I ain't never seen Will do no shit like that. Jada came out the other day. Um, I think it was this week or last week. It was last week with a Red Table talk about alopecia. And if you know, she has alopecia, which is why, you know, it's like extreme, really extreme hair loss. And I'm sure there are other conditions with it, but that's, you know, the main thing it's kind of known for. And my, while it may not be an issue for everybody, for women, it's definitely a thing for women. Our hair, that's our thing, you know what I mean? So, uh, I never want to take away from her how she felt about it. I'll save my opinions on the slap, I guess. Um I can understand both sides. I mean, I I do live by the, you know, the notion you can say whatever you want to say to somebody. You can't tell them how to respond to it. So, you know, in that regard, Chris, you got slapped, you got slapped. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to never be mad at my nigga for slapping the nigga for me. So that's all I'm going to say. But in Jada's case, why she is looking crazy out here. This woman comes on her show, and she brings the mother of a 12-year-old that committed suicide from being bullied for alopecia. And I remember, I first heard about it on the radio in Breakfast Club, and I remember Charlamagne saying, Damn, Jada, you don't play fair. You don't play fair. Because who's gonna... That's like the ultimate heartstring thing. You know what I mean? Like... A, a baby committed suicide because she was being bullied. This mom told her story. It was very fucking sad. I was crying out. You know, I cry all the time. But, Jada, that ain't got shit to do with this. You know what I mean? And then, I, I don't know if she was making Red Table Talks before. And then, paw or, or, and never mentioned the slap. And then, and then just mentioned it now. Or if this was the first episode back and then she had to mention the slap. But then it was like this whole... I think both men need healing and both. I I would have preferred her say, I love my husband for defending me. I don't condone violence. I wish I would have stopped him. And we take accountability for what took place, right? Instead of bringing this baby to justify this weird ass shit you got going on. Because even in the slap, somehow, nobody is... Re- well, I don't know. It seems like the narrative has switched from being really mad at Will for physically going up in there and slapping Chris to, Jada, This your fault, bitch. Bitch, you did this. You're the reason he up there doing this. You're the reason we mad at Will, which I'm not mad at Will, but you're, you're, the, you're the cause of all this, right? Because if you guys recall, when the comment was made, Will was laughing. And then it's kind of like he turned to the left and I did, they did show Jada roll her eyes and then keep my wife's name out your mouth. It's a joke. Boom. Not, not bitches and slaps and whatever. Okay, hold on. Tick, tick is saying stuff. Her contracts were headlining. Um, he didn't want her to do that. Okay, got it. He didn't tell his daughter that, though. He tell his... Yeah, I guess. It's definitely a low blow. Jada said all is fair in love and war, I guess. Girl, I guess. Like, I guess that's what Jada said. I guess... Did she mention it on the show? Yes. It was... Um, I believe it was either at the very beginning or the very end of that particular Red Table talk. She just did about the Oscars. You know, and she did... Basically, what the fuck I'm doing right now. She did one of these about the Oscars. Right, Sam? Um, And she just kind of gave a little speech about it. And all she said was, I want healing for both men. We need them both. Um... It was stupid. I just, it was enough to annoy me when I heard it. That's my point. Please go listen because I feel like there was just no accountability in the situation. We have to be fair. Whether we fuck with Will doing it or not, he put his hands on somebody and he did seemingly do this in the name of you. And then where Jada seems so manipulative is it's like. We can't tell Jada not to be sensitive about her alopecia situation, but just so no, it's above reproach. Let me bring this lady who's grieving over her 12 year old that killed herself. This baby just killed herself in in um in March of this year, April or March of this year. So this is very fresh on this mom's mind, and it's like in one breath, I understand the narrative 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 of bringing up something like that so people can understand this is not always a joke, right? Everybody ain't joking. I can understand that, but Jada, you're not 12, right and you're not being bullied, really And while we may not have liked Chris's joke, I get it, um, your husband reacted to defend you. So at the very least, you should have said I don't condone dial- you know I don't condone violence. I wish it was handled different, whatever. Either way, I just I feel like I liked Jada a lot better before she started talking. I feel that way about Trey Songz. I feel that way about a few celebrities like uh, Trina. I feel that way about Trina. I like Trina better before they like started stating their opinions because then it's just like, then you see who they might be for real and it's like, god, y'all, I liked you better when you were just famous and quiet to be be completely honest. And Jada just makes it so worse because she already has this whole August senior thing. He won't stop talking about the pussy. He won't stop talking about fucking this lady. And I can't say girl because it's a grown ass lady. So he can't stop talking about it. Then she was like, did y'all peep the tea where she said some shit like, we're just continuing on this thing called life. And then apparently that's the name of August's um album. Oh my lord, Jesus. Jada. Jada messy. I think Jada messy. It's fucked. Jada giving high school. Hold on, I got a comment on here. Did you see the clip of the old movie where almost the same situation transpired with Chris and Will? No, girl. I did not, but I'm going to look that shit up. I want to see. I want to understand what's going on. So I mean, me, and my mom tried to t- talked about it. Um, a lot of celebrities, Lil Wayne. Look exactly, Lil Wayne. I loved Wayne before he started speaking. Now that Wayne talks, it's like, oh my gosh, shh, shh, shh no ceilings. Go back to no ceilings and just shut the fuck up. Just smoke your weed and be quiet because, oh my gosh, I can go on for days about Wayne. That's a good one. That's good. Shout out to um Brett Miller. Yeah, Wayne. Oh, I just love Wayne more. So anyway, um Jada, I just feel like um. She shouldn't have brought that baby story into the situation. I think she could have brought that up separately and made it, you know, like, I'm sorry for you and just share the importance of it. And even if she did it the same exact way, if she would have just said something like we were, this was wrong, this was wrong, this shouldn't have happened, then I don't know. I I could have just respected it um, better. It's kind of similar to the situation I'm I'm trailing off, but the situation with T.I. and his son, I don't know if you saw it with King. King was, like, cussing somebody out at a Waffle House. The, the, what, I, think, I think that's him and Tiny's first kid together, I think. Very cute little boy. He just graduated high school. But he was going to fuck off in, in the Waffle House. And when T.I. came out, um, after listening to it, I do feel like he... Um, his thing was, why are you arguing with somebody that is in such a different stage of life than you anyway? When I think the main goal should have been, we show respect to everyone. Whether they're rich, they're poor, they're old, they're young, whatever stage of life they're in. I show respect to two-year-olds, right? I show respect to old motherfuckers, right? I love old people. So, I, I just... It just shows something about that. The goal shouldn't be trying to justify your fucked up behavior. Your son is disrespectful. It just is what it is. And he's stupid, if we being real, because he sat on live saying wait till i come back out here now what if something happened to that man the first person they're gonna look at is your son so why the fuck would you say on live where thousands of people can see um when i come back and pistol with you um then then let's see how much talking you got it's like tell your son those aren't good decisions right like i'm not a rapper i don't sell drugs and, and do all this hardcore shit rappers talk about but i know not to fucking do that so it's like I just I want us to stop justifying the poor behavior and just try to be more decent human beings. Your son is rude as fuck. Right. Jada, you got a lot of shit going on. It's like and I, and, and, and let me defend Jada for a quick second. Sorry. Um, it's been rumored rumor that they've had um, they've had an open relationship for a long time or they were swingers or something like that. So, um, and she denied it. I've seen an interview where she said no. It was kind of like I, you know, I, I let him do whatever. He's comfortable looking at himself in the mirror or whatever. But mind you, niggas cheat every day and sleep peacefully, right? I know niggas. Niggas just cheat on me and sleep peacefully. So I don't, whatever. But, um, I, I feel like maybe if that is the case, Will's, Will's hoes are just quieter. I ain't never heard no bitch come out and say she was fucking Will Smith. But August made it. I'm about the box, Jada. It's that's why you don't fuck kids. This is why you don't give pussy to kids. Because look what it did. And I did hear he has a really big penis. I want to see it. Bree. Brie find me the penis. I want to see August's penis. Either way, I- I'm jumping all over the place and we got a full episode. Y'all gotta go. Um, Jada, I don't like the lack of accountability. Will Smith has been quiet as fuck since he slapped this man and apologized I hope him and Chris can work it out, but I don't know. Spirit Jada is bothering my spirit with her actions. I- I'm not fucking with it. Uh, We're almost to the Jamaicans. Nick Cannon. Let's talk about him real quick. This man was celibate for a month, he said. And then he said after the passing of his baby, he had a son that passed away. He said that it seemed like everybody was feeling bad for him. And so they just kept throwing pussy at him. And now we should be expecting multiple children in a couple months. We've We've talked about him on this show before. I think it was me and Micah that had to talk about Nick. I don't know, y'all. I feel like with me and where I am in life, let's be realistic here. I don't, I would love a baby. I don't want the child's father, right? I just want the child. So if I could get knocked up by an attractive, successful black guy, right? And he provides everything I need and comes and sees the baby, I'd probably get knocked up too. I mean, I'd do it. But you know Nick don't don't seem to like our kind it's cause every woman he done got pregnant is very ambiguous, very different looking. She don't look nigger esque. So I don't know. Maybe Nick has a type. Um, so we should be expecting a ton more kids from him. Um, yes, I do agree. Having all these babies everywhere and just spreading your seed across the land. I don't really. Under- I know I had something with his. I think his. I think he has lupus. I think something with his condition. He just felt like he isn't gonna be here for much longer. So he wants to just. You know, niggas have babies every day, Nick. We don't need a whole bunch of yours, right? Like, it's okay. We don't need any more children from him. Um, but women are gonna keep letting them ejaculate in their vaginas, and he's gonna keep producing children. So I think we just there's not really anything we can do but just um, just look out, see who's next. Oh hell no, nah. SCD still a di- I I mean, I would like to think they're checking penises and vaginas, right? Because that you know that's the the mature thing to do. But I don't know if maybe they like rich dick. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm tapping your screen. I can't with him, but I right. He got the money. Right. He has the money, and it seems like maybe that's what they're doing. And like I said, if you if you're a woman, let's think. Of, let's be realistic. Women, you know, once we hit thirty, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a medical fun fact. Once you hit thirty, you you have lost ninety percent, give or take, of the eggs you're ever gonna have. You know, we're born with all the eggs we're ever gonna have. Men have sperm every day for the rest of their life it's 96 year olds knocking bitches up but we really run out of them bitches a lot so like at 30 to hear that 90 percent of them bitches is gone it gets scary you know it gets it's it gets, you get nervous and maybe this is also the allure to these women i don't know their ages but i mean if you're gonna get pregnant either way you either get broke pregnant by the the, the nigga that work at popeyes or the nigga that owns part of the fucking tv network and a very successful show and all this other shit Nick Cannon has going on. A rap career, if you want to give him that, he is a rapper. So I don't know. I mean, it's debatable. I think I'm gonna put it up as a, a question on the um on the podcast. Hold on, we got some IG comments. Um uh, we'll make sure his woman signs an NDA. Yeah, Will probably does make sure his woman signs an NDA. That makes sense because I heard a peep. Um, young men do act that way or older women they fall for. Yes. So apparently I always said maybe I'd end up being a cougar, right? If I if I can just if I can just wrap my mind around taking care of a man, because that's what old bitches, old cougar bitches do, then I'll be a cougar. But right now, me, I spend my money pound mine. I don't like that. So we'll see, we'll see if I get there. I don't know um, hold on, I saw something from Cookie, I haven't been mature ooh Sasha been out here showing out, anyway Cookie said, leaving children fatherless is irresponsible, money can't replace you being there, if you think you're going to die, enjoy the ones you have come on, Cook, dropping gems, round of applause for Cookie, yeah, okay and we got Britt, Britt says, yeah absolutely scary, TV network, please 400, you see what I'm saying, If, if, if I get to choose who's shooting up the club, right Alex, you know, wilding out for two hundred, right? Let's let's do that. Let's do him instead, right? Did you see um his one of the latest bitches that's pregnant? They out here on the beach. Um, he and his matching two piece sis pregnant as fuck on the on the white beach sands. I was pregnant. I was um laying up here, funny eating Popeyes, spitting like a camel. That was my pregnancy. So I I I. I mean, Nick, let's let me know. I'm fertile. Right. I have a master's degree. I got a two bedroom townhouse. You know? Holler if you if you feel like some black. Okay. All right. So shout out to Nick. Um, next up, I wanted to briefly just touch on the Atlanta rapper Trouble. Um, I don't I don't I I think he was I think he used to date Alexis Skye and I think that's really all I know him. Before, but I've seen his face before and I know his name I do know who he is and um, he passed away recently um, very sad situation he went to see a shorty or whatever and from what I heard today on the news report he must have been asleep in her bed or whatever you know. and her ex-boyfriend came kind of broke his way into the house a fight ensued he went to attacking her and probably attacking him or whatever and then he shot this man in the chest and he died And, um, and then this, this fucking idiot, his name, Jamichael, Jamichael Jones, these names, these names, these names, I don't like Jamichael, I don't like that name, but he goes on the run, and I think he just turned himself in today, if I'm not mistaken, today or yesterday, and I just feel like, guys, and women, this is a good lesson for men, I guess, because women, we're always on high alert, right? We're always nervous that someone's going to kidnap us. Oh, me. Me. I'm always nervous somebody's going to kidnap me. And I'm very cautious. I I don't do all that. But it's like, you don't think... I don't know how well Trouble knew the the young lady he went to see. But it's just very unfortunate because him and Jamichael didn't even know each other. You know, that's what the reports keep saying. They never met, but it's really just on some... This nigga is really in his feelings about the situation with this girl they uh from what i've um, heard on the news report he they've had domestic issues so it's like he already you know two screws short and then you know you just go to get some get some pussy and then the next thing you know you, you're gone like i just feel like it's such a it's such a sad situation and it was so fucking uncalled for and now it's another nigga Michael. now you going to prison because you did the stupidest shit, you know. Maybe they'll give him like manslaughter, but they have a good argument for the fact that he had his gun on him. Though, I mean, people—I know a lot of people with guns that keep their gun on them all the time. I don't know. They could have an argument for first degree, but. I don't know. And first degree means uh premeditated. It means you plan to go over there and kill somebody. So he you never know. They might be able to put that on him. And first degree is what comes with the death penalty if your state allows it. And listen to me sounding like a motherfucking lawyer. It'd be all them um true crime shows I'll be watching. I know all this shit. Call me. Call me if you need me. Um I can't with him. Okay, so nothing on TikTok Tick, on IG. Let me see. Yes, Sasha, the names are terrible. Cookie said, he was cheating on his girlfriend in another woman's bed. Oh, and her ex came and killed him. Moral of the story, don't cheat. Damn. I didn't know he was cheating. Dut it in no way, shape, or form means this man should have died. However imagine that and 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 on another note rest in peace mr trouble but look at look at that now look at that so now the story of your death is because in in other terms it could be what cookie just said you were cheating on your girlfriend in another bitch bed and her ex came and killed you and all of this could have been prevented had you not been fucking you see all right rest in peace mr trouble and jamaica it's just fucking dumb. Just like your name. Um, Metro Boomin. I just want to say, um, like, Metro Boomin, I, we all have heard his, his like, tagline on songs. Metro Boomin wants some more. If your Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. All this stuff. Um, I'm great producer. And his mom was apparently killed by her husband in a murder-suicide. So this man killed his mom and then killed himself. And I, bitch, mm-mm. Uh, stuff like this, senseless, senseless stuff like this, is so hard for me to process. And I think it's so hard for the family too, because in one breath you have closure. You know what happened. You know who did it, right? But it's like you can't whoop this nigga ass. He didn't kill himself. He's not in prison getting his ass whooped because he didn't kill himself. It's like how I feel about the the little boy that um, killed all those babies in Texas. He's gone. He he got killed by the police. So it's like. There's no ass-whooping taking place to make you feel better, right? What What do you tell Mr. Boomin in a situation like this where he lost his mom? And then, who knows if, if if this dude was abusive. I would like to believe that if this man really went on some murder-suicide type shit, then he probably already had, you know, signs of things you should be worried about. Which is why, I mean, people think I'm crazy when I watch all these fucking true crime stories every day. But... You just never know. People are fucking crazy. People are fucking crazy. It'd be the, the nicest people, the most sane people. But there's little things to pick up on. And I just, I wish more women were just aware of these signs to look out for when it comes to dating people. Or your husband's, because it was this lady's husband. But I just, I don't know. I didn't look up before the episode what caused him to do that. But very, very, very sad. Um, and I feel really bad for, the, for him and his family. So, you know, rest in peace. To his mom, you know, and fuck her husband. I can't even believe this nigga, insane. So, sorry, Metro Boomin. Okay, it's Jamaica time. All right. So, as I said, this episode is called "Surviving a Jamaican." Um, I am Jamaican. I wore my Bob Marley shirt to demonstrate. I have this shirt in long sleeve and short sleeve. If anyone's noticed, I tend to do that. I buy my things in multiple colors because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, um, I think I'll start. Let me let me give y'all a light story to balance this off. Um, yes, you do need to get your license to carry. Carry that shit on you all the time. Sasha said some man for dead. Big up yourself, Sash. Okay. Um, I decided to do this because um there are just so many stereotypical things about dating Jamaicans, right? Um
1: Jamaican women, we
0: apparently want mine with money. Right, but then there are opposites, which are yam heads. Right, that's what we call them. Man clones back in the day, and there's bitches that spend their money on niggas, and we don't understand that. We do not support that. On let us say it for you, if he's your man, perhaps, perhaps, right? He takes care of the bills. The dick is good. Sure, spend a little money on him, but we no mind man over here so we got the yam heads and then we got the ones who you know good pussy gals get tings Pick up yourself that's my song um and then jamaican man oh my gosh where do i start there's so many there's so many stereotypical things about you gentlemen um and it's funny because as much as i say i don't ever want to deal with y'all again i do find myself drawn to jamaican man my husband's jamaican sis i should have put it on tiktok because you should have told well i mean he's your husband so i mean you probably got one of the good ones and if that's the case, Kiki, Kiki Flash, one, you're winning, sis, because it's about twelve good Jamaican men in the world, and I hope one of them is your husband, because all the other ones, girl, trash, trash. Bob Marley, rest his soul. He wasn't shit. This man has so many bitches, bro. He has so many hoes, so many hoes, right? But you know, we repped him to the day. Shout out to Bob Marley. Okay, I'll give you a quick story. High school. That was my first Jamaican for real that I dated. Um, Gosh, so many stories about him. I kept hearing that he was cheating on me with this girl. I was like, nah, because he loves me. The fuck? He would never do that. Turns out he was cheating on me with this old bitch. I still don't like her to this day, and she don't like me either. And um, he cheated on me so much so that he had a baby, right? And um, she wrote me on MySpace. How you know it's a long time ago. She wrote me on MySpace and was cussing me out, child. She was like, um... All them times you couldn't find your man, he was most deaf over here. I said, bitch, excuse me, back then, I was was so nice back then. I didn't cuss that much back then. I was very proper, you know what I mean? I can kind of get a little urban with you now. But I was so very proper back then, and I just kept calling her ma'am because I was 18 and she was 22, and I felt like, who is this old bitch writing about my nigga, but whatever. So she was just telling me how she been fucking him, and he ain't shit. And the only reason why she's still around is because she got pregnant. So I said, "Excuse me, ma'am." So, oh, and she would tell me how everybody know you, everybody know you his girlfriend, but we still fuck him anyway. I was like, "What?" And 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 in both both of them are Jamaican, so this is a this is just a a double Jamaica story of two. Just fucking stupid. So she was telling me how much she got my man, and the only mind you, he and I were broken up at the time. He was trying to come back right around then but his baby mama had other plans she decided to write me and tell me she was fucking my man so um i did go on to tell her he and i are not together and i think that's crazy she thought we had a baby because he had a he had a picture of my little sister my sister is, is 15 about to be 16 now but she was a baby at the time and he had her picture on his phone and would tell everybody that's our baby he would tell everybody we had a kid so this bitch thought We had a baby already. So she was like, oh, I know you and him got a baby. Well, bitch, I got a baby too. I said, ma'am. I just kept calling her ma'am. Ma'am, that's my little sister. And you out here bragging about a nigga. And you don't even know how many kids he got. I just... The fact that she still doesn't like me when she was telling me how she was fucking my nigga. I was 18, he was 19, and she was 22. And you sharing a nigga with an 18-year-old and you mad at me? So either way, he did all that had the baby. And, I mean, I guess we did stop dealing from then. You know, I went off to college. Lived my life. We did date again recently. He still ain't worth shit at all. hes I, I don't know. I have stories for days about that nigga. But um, that was just a prime example of a Jamaican man. You know, he sat there. It was always Bibbs. He, if I see him right now, that's what he'll call me. It's fucking sick. It's fucking sick. Cocky did good, huh? Uh bitch, if we keeping it a buck, it was okay. It's the Haitian that had me turned out. That's another episode, y'all. We ain't gonna talk about that Haitian. Oh, I can't talk about him today. I can't talk about the Haitian today. Today's Jamaica Day. Today's Jamaica Day. But uh it was the Haitian, it was the Haitian dick that was that had me turned out, child. And and I left him too. Cause ain't no dick worth disrespect, bitch. What's up? Okay, all right. First story. Let's go. Not this one. I got a whole folder, y'all. So we are gonna start with my home girl first. I'm gonna read it. You know what I'm gonna try to do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can talk like this for the for the, while I'm reading this. All right. That is my um Jamaican accent, but I'm talking proper like my work like at hotel. So me go talk, me go try to talk like that. Account. I'm gonna see if I can hold it, hold it like this while I'm reading it. So, no, my husband's dad is like 20, has like 20 kids off from different girl. You see, you see, you see, and your husband's probably a good man because he's probably seeing what his dad did and doesn't want to be like that. So that's my hope for you. But the Jamaicans is crazy, and Jamaicans are real quick to nutting somebody, bitch. They, I don't know, and the count mind them. Now, can I can't take care of what happened to them, but... Okay, all right, I'm going to talk like this. You ready? Here's the first story. All right. It not too long, it not too long. Okay, what's she say? So, <laughs> she she did it. I feel like I got to read it like a Floridian. Because she said, so boom, right? You know, that's how Floridians start stories. So boom. I knew this Jamaican guy since high school. Real gallus, good looking, but his attitude was trash back then. Years later, I took him up on an invite to a mutual friend's gathering and we caught a little vibe talking and I realized this motherfucker ain't as bad as I thought. I had to say that like an American because I had to. Okay, Um, to my my knowledge, he was in a relationship, so I kept him in the friend zone mentally. Months of us chatting. I'm laughing because of how I'm reading this shit. Yes, go to make up yourself. about time J. Boy! Shut up. Okay. Sorry. Alright, back to the story. Sorry guys. Um Months of us chatting go on and he's content, and he's complaining about her. And long story short, we end up in an argument that lasted a whole year. I would drop everything when he said come over. The D was immaculate, unfortunately. <laughs> ain't nothing better than curry goat and a side of dick right all right okay um the d was immaculate unfortunately the accent was what won me over though something about the way he said my name i would not say my friend name cause it's a cause it, uh, yana son so type nice okay two first of many yum head things i did see and i told you yum head means when we just did too much for nigga, okay, first of many yum head things I did. Go spend money and time to shop Christmas presents for this fool. She did the faceplant thing, of course, thoughtful presents too. He needed headphones, I got them, needed Bluetooth, got them, wrapped up the presents and all, uh, wrapped up the presents all nice, and headed to him, and he was shocked and unprepared. He reached in his wallet and gave me fifty dollars. $50 to this dear machine. Oh, she said that. Herself. She said it like that to this dear machine. It's okay, babe. It's okay. Still kept fucking with him though. The D was fucking immaculate. You see it? See the body thing? You that? This is it? Yes. Okay. Next up many young head activities. Let this fool bring me to a hotel with another girl. I knew, I knew. I knew he was fucking with. He clearly wanted a threesome and I just couldn't do it. I wanted him for myself, so I made a whole stink and made him take me home. Since I knew it would have fucked up his plans with her. The D was too immaculate, too knowingly to knowingly share it in my face. (laughs) So my sister's about to do some pussy things. That's what bitches be doing, right? When this together. So she was about to do some things, and she was like, Dick's too good. I'm not sharing. Okay. Three. What would fuck me up about him is we spent actual time together, talked on the phone for hours, operated like we were exclusive. I got too comfortable. After the threesome debacle, I stepped back and reevaluated my life, realizing he was taking me for puppy shock. he was taking me for puppy sure i reminded myself i got options and rebranded myself and it's so funny because knowing who this is this entirely too bad of a bitch to be dealing with none of this i mean gorgeous why why sis we gotta talk about this afterwards it was a wild time to be me I still see him popping his shit on IG, but we no longer communicate. I have bigger problems, though. Big up yourself. Okay, so I'm going to name that person. Um, I'm going to name her Big Batiketti. That's what we're going to call her because I know who this is. Um, yes, Sasha. Entirely too good. We're dealing with the shit y'all be dealing with. So that was the first story. So in this situation, let's evaluate it, right? She thought she, thought she had a friend thought she had a friend she did not she had a um a mind that probably wanted somebody to mind her. and then i don't know i feel like signing me up for a threesome i didn't tell you i wanted i feel like that's disrespectful no like if i ain't ever tell you hey i like to eat pussy in my pastime why would you why would you then just like bring me with a baby i'm like who the fuck is this and what she want is she the help is she the maid what is this i don't know i would have lost it so i'm happy my good sis peaked what he was trying to do Right? He was trying to be the man. And it's like... mm -mm. And I agree since after that whole $50 situation, I had that problem with an ex before. I was real thoughtful about this nigga this fancy ass gift since like fucking October. This ain't got me nothing at all for Christmas. And I can't tell y'all who it is because it's ridiculous. But, um... We ain't last much longer. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I don't play about that Christmas gift thing. So, I would like to say thank you so much to Big Bite to Kathy. Let me see if you own here. I ain't gonna tell nobody... You are not on. Big Bati Catty is not on. But That was my homegirl, and that was her story of Yamhead yeah, Activities. I'm going to call her. No, I got a Big Bati Katie though. I know who Big Batty Catty is. I'm going to have to name her. I'm going to name her Stacey Ann. That's a very Jamaican name. Okay, so that was Stacey Ann. All right. Next. Oh, this one's about to be hilarious. Okay. Next story. Let me get my Jamaican accent. Let me drink some water. Because I just feel like I'll be on here just going and going. Next thing you know, bitch voice gone. My plants in my room looking at me like, bitch, give me some. Y'all thirsty. The ones on this, y'all can't see it. The one over there thirsty. I I, got to climb up on stuff. I'm very short. Shelly, I... Yeah, cut... I'll tell you about it later. I, I don't know who you are, um, Kiki, but I like you, girl. We're going to talk. I like you. Um, all right, next story. <clears throat> Jamaican accent on. So, no, but see, she's American. Let me still try to read it about Jamaican accent. Let me see. So there was this one. Oh, no, 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 not this one. This is not the one. I don't read this last. I don't read this one. Okay, this one is long. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just show y'all how long this is, by the way. That's how long this one is. Let's give a story time. Okay. So this one. I'm, uh, this is an American friend of mine. Who got swept up. By the, the, the sweet aromas. Of jerk chicken and curgo. Um, poor thing didn't know what hit her. Dating. A, okay. and <clears throat> scene. Dating a Jamaican man will have you telling yourself daily. I'm not desperate. I do not have to put up with this shit. And I'll try to keep this long story short. On a beautiful day last <laughs> this bitch is stupid. Okay, sir. <clears throat> On a beautiful day last fall, I'm at a backyard vibe and I had legit just been asked, so you never dated a Jamaican man before? And I'm like, nah, but I want to. You know of any good Jamaican man? Some time goes by. I tell you no lie. It was like an omen because I was standing outside the party and I see this big body foreign car pull up. What a sight for, what a sight for tired of dating broke niggas. Sore eyes. Okay, you get it? Because she was tired of dating broke niggas, so she saw a big body, whatever, pull up. Okay, um, then this yummy, yummy, yum six foot chocolate man jumps out, goes straight to the bush to pee. In parentheses, this bitch put, love me a man that's gonna pull that shit out anywhere. I almost said your name. Why is she like this? Okay. Love me a man that's gonna pull that shit out anywhere. And he's in my favorite brand in the bummercloth world. She put BC, because she has a lot of Jamaican friends, me included. So sis know the vibe. Okay. Baby had on polo for days. She put a smiley face. And a pair of black forces. My friend was like, bitch, she a killer. I was sold. Me... And me standing there looking like a vision in my little Versace dress. I'll skip to the good part. It was a love at first sight. We both locked eyes on each other. And spent the rest of the party together chatting and getting to know one another. Even though I had come there with another guy lol. But that guy wasn't my man. Nor was I even interested in him. Anyway, the conversation was smooth. He was such a gentleman. When we met, he told me he was single, single. Bitch, that's a given right there. Because they don't never fucking be single, single. Jamaicans are liars. Liars. Anyway, when we first met, he told me he was single, single. We talked about everything under the sun. Then decided to leave the party together and go to the beach. What a time we had. I had never met someone I was so physically and mentally attracted to. He was tall dark and handsome and appear to have some coins i'm on the show talking about money oh sorry <laughs> I hope y'all like this and appear to have some coin hold on the last okay let's just say by the time by the end of the night i was jamaican too i had it in me go figure she bought some. that's what she trying to say she got some jamaican dick that night well good for you sis so she said let's just say by the end of the night i was jamaican too i had it in me go figure day two shit shifted expeditiously (laughs) day two shit shifted expeditiously he came to take me home the next day and we got to talking about his living situation did you know this man told me he has a situation at home, but they're not together? I was livid, too livid. I said to myself, "This is just sex, so it's nothing. Don't get too involved. Don't get too attached." A whole seven months later, see that? She let the dick, she let the dick grab her, right? Okay, a whole whole. Oh my God. A whole seven months later now. So like all Jamaican men, thinking they're doing you a favor. He tells me, I'm telling you this because I want to be honest with you. I want our relationship to be built on honesty, trust, understanding, blah, blah, blah. Find time to say this. Exactly but seven months later, that's crazy. I heard a lot of them say dumb shit like, that's honest, like that honesty thing. But by then, I'm already in a relationship. And the peen, I'm already in a relationship with the peen. And it's day two. This is hilarious. I'm not coming up off this man just yet. Our chemistry was impeccable. Whole time we were dealing, it felt like there was always something he was hiding. Everything was so secretive. Hush, hush. And what the fuck is up with with the speaking in riddles and parables? That is a Jamaican for you, isn't it? Isn't that a Jamaican? Y'all can't think of some stupid ass phrase they be saying just to try to make themselves seem deeper when they be fucking lying? Just fucking like... wait, wait um... I don't want a way, way to catch mangoes. Sir, go go to hell. Go to hell. Oh my gosh. I don't want a way to catch mangoes, you know. Sir. Okay. Um by our relationship with the pen, our chemistry was impeccable whole time we were dealing it felt like he was always hiding something everything was so secretive hush hush and what the fuck is up with speaking in riddles and parables everything sounds so poetic and they don't even be they don't even be poetic men telling you about your eating habits how to watch and observe you how they don't celebrate pagan holidays how this is bad for you how they're they're not a gallus. Any nigga that tells you he's not a gallus is a gallus. Because who the fuck has to say that? I don't just walk up and say I'm not a hoe. What the fuck? Who does that? Hey, I'm not a hoe, by the way. My name is Leah. Who the fuck does that? Who does that? See, that's the science, sis. You should have ran. How a good woman is always at home. Oh, watch if it's still home. Yeah, so he can be outside. Fucking hot gal, Fucking this LM. Okay. tell him. Okay. Uh, and... He- And be lying about eating coochie, and I don't like that exactly. Because the Jamaican I had, you see, my pussy all the time. Do not let them tell you they don't do that. They be eating pussy every day, child. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't all bad, but that's all this good. It wasn't all bad, but what's all this good if your man spitting his spitting his time between three different households, home, his kid, and me, bitch? I'm the baby. I've always felt like this man's happiness has to come first. Than mine immediately after. Now. How is go- that going to work. When you got a situation. And when you try. And, and then you treat your situation at home. Like it's just business. But man the fuck am I supposed to think. I ended up calling it quits indefinitely. After breaking it off with him twice. Before the dick kept calling me back. Because after spending several months together. Watching the behaviors. With a magnifying glass. She said, boy, the boy thought he was going to take me for idiots. Very good. She did good. I'm cute. Um, For a yum head. Exactly. He was taking you for a yum head. It was definitely giving yummy vibes. Um, I'm not that girl. Only so long you can keep your composure for a good time. You got me fucked up. I'm not the one. I'm not the other one. That's hilarious. He had to get the fuck on. But I will say this if he comes knocking at my door again today, she put the look in eyes. I'm gonna let him in, but that's gonna be my last time. Alright, so in my friend's situation, I'm gonna have to call her yum yum because this was a very yum head situation. Very yummy, very heavy on the yum in this situation. And that does sound like Jamaican men trying to seem all fucking, you know, prolific and poetic and then them probably a top of them no yum pork. I'm them to damn pussy. My pussy ain't got shit to do with pork. You will be eating this or you will need to go. I don't understand. I, I don't believe that's even really the case. If you have like a true Rasta man, like don't eat pork, he don't eat like beans and cabbage and shit, then he, you know, I'd believe him if he said he don't eat pussy. But, you see a nigga pick up a burger, you see a nigga eat, um, jerk pork, don't let no nigga that do all that tell you he not even eats your pussy. You're disrespecting yourself and your vagina. Okay? Um, Sasha said, moral of the story, the dick is still immaculate in his favor. Exactly. Moral of the story is, if he comes knocking, my friend will answer. All right. Last story. This one is shorter. And I know this one as well. And it's going to be a good one. All right. So this one, this is the one I want to call Big to Just Going to start with that. So. I <clears throat> this fucking Jamaican accent. I got to remember to keep it all. So there was one guy, we'll call him crossing guard. Why does she call him that? That's hilarious. So there was one guy, we'll call him crossing guard. In a full-blown relationship, but making it seem as if the woman don't have time for him and they're not on a good level. Very boastful about her when I'm not around, but in my presence, a whole different story. If you deny deny your relationship was a person, it would be him. He referred to this woman as, me people them women live with. Mind you, he invited me over their house several times. Every chance he gets to make it seem like his girlfriend does not exist, he will take. He never drove to dates because he would say, when he gets his car out the shop, he will drive us. That was code for, my girlfriend is out with her car, so I can't use it. Let him tell it. He would say the car's in my name. I just don't have access to it. In reality, he had one little piece of car he was driving. She did put little piece. <laughs> he had one little piece of car he was driving. He claimed he paid his own bills and that she had her own address. But I was. But it was more than obvious he was living in her place. It was more than obvious. Yeah, and obvious obviously he was living in her place. He ends calls before he walks in the door. What single man needs to do that? We all know when a man ends a FaceTime in a flash, someone walked in the door. I fell asleep early. Nah, nigga, you was cuddling, laughing my ass off. In public, he was a big money band, but in private, it was given very much poverty. He promised he would. He promised the world, but could never come through. On anything, he would tell me I would get something in a few days. It would take weeks, even months. Simple fact, he actually financially challenged broke and was trying to hide it. So he's he was poor. It's okay. It's okay. We're nothing but labels, but driving his woman car when she lets him and living in her place. Jamaican men just lie for no reason. I knew his girl existed, so you had no reason to lie. Had I not mentioned her, he would have never even told me he was already in a relationship. He would have kept up the story that he was single. When I would catch him in lies, he would go ghost and claim he was sick. But in reality, he needed time to come up with a story. Alright, so... And that story, yes, Sasha, I know this is a good one. Mm hmm, this is a good one. So, in that case, um, that's Big Botty Katy, and basically, she was dealing with a nigga that swore up and down. He was single, but he was not. Oh my god, I heard that so many times. Yeah, girl, they be lying, they be lying. I don't even know. Um, a quick one I can give you guys there was, um, this guy that when I used to go to school in Jamaica, he liked me so much, man. He was older than me, but I, I wasn't into boys yet like that, so um. He would always try to talk to me, and the most we ever did, like when I was like 6th grade, I was leaving 6th grade, I was coming back to Florida, that's when I went, um, moved back here, or moved back up here. Um, he kissed me, or whatever, and it was like, oh, well, this is a lot, It's a lot of tongue action happening, right? So years go by and I think maybe it was like and this again this is fourth grade I'm 32 so this is a very long time ago but um fourth grade fifth grade sixth grade I just always every time I would visit if he heard I was in town he would come see me but you know we 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 never had sex or anything like that I was young at the time and when I was old enough to fuck him um we just didn't know each other like that so he found me y'all like I would say four or five years ago he found me on IG and he was just like Yo, you still look good. Yo, I'm going to I was like, what's up? How you been? How you doing? We probably wrote back and forth three times. And then he disappeared. I heard nothing from him. Long story short, he's currently married to my cousin. I can't make this shit up. I'm dead ass. It married as fuck. So uh, with that being said, Jamaican men, you know, we love you, but goddamn, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like, how? How do we do this? I, I think this was good. I got a whole bunch of people saying they wanted to be on, I wanted to send a story. And then while I'm doing it, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't send my story. You got to come on the next episode, sis. I think I'm going to do the next one about Haitian men. But, you know, I don't know, y'all. My most hurtful story is about a Haitian man. I don't think I can fuck with no more of y'all. Like, I can deal with Jamaicans because I'm Jamaican. I feel like I, I'm i not built for a, Jamaican, a Haitian man. Because the way this nigga did, me, y'all. And what's so crazy, what's so crazy, what's so crazy, is this Haitian dude did technically fall in the cliche thing about Haitian men that says they be having families, secret families, don't nobody know about. Like, this, like, it's like... What? So maybe I'll do them with Haitian men. I'm gonna have to hook up with my Haitian homegirls so they can tell me what it is that be drawing y'all into these Haitian men. But um, I would I would like to see it, and then maybe I'll move on from there. You know, I've I've dated a Puerto Rican man before, and honestly, I liked it. He was cool. He he was he was a he was aggressive, right? Like. He was, like, Latin lover aggressive, right? Like, I feel like if I stayed with him, I would have been married already. I would have been married and I would have had mad kids because he wanted me to move in with him at 18. And I was like, poppy, little bitch go to college, right? Let me go to college. Can I do that? But now he's married to a Jamaican lady that look a little bit like me. Low key. Oh, he, he did want to marry me. I should have married him. But look at me now. Manless ring list out here avoid you niggas like to play you see how you see how it ended up all right anyway um thank you guys so 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 much for listening i'm gonna see which one goes next it's either between haitian men or maybe like guyanese men or something i heard y'all ain't shit either um and it's not just it's women too but i just didn't have any guys send me any stories so i don't have any jamaican women's stories i could do trini i know a lot of trini folks and i'm an honorary trinidadian um but I ain't never dated. My first, my first was, was Trini. Yeah. And I got a story about that motherfucker. Okay. My very first was Trini. Oh, my first date was Trini Look at me. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us at Let It Say It For You on IG. Let It Say It For You on YouTube. And Let It Say It For You, just the you on twitter damn i did better last week it's because i just haven't done the podcast in a long time y'all I forgot my flow so with that being said you guys please be safe wash your hands don't touch your face thank you so much for listening thank you